0: hello everyone and welcome the freak back i am so excited to be filming today because it has been so long like way too long and time has completely gotten away from me like i don't know how i let that happen but i am just so incredibly excited to be back and be recording for you guys so yeah welcome back to happy human club We are here today, we have gathered here today to talk about something that came to my head today and because I knew I wanted to record but I didn't know what and you guys know the deal. Like I have said this since the beginning, this is a passion project and nothing beyond that and when I don't feel passionate about a topic, like I don't want to (laughs) record, you know, like that just sort of is what i want for this podcast like i want it to be genuine and i always have and you guys if you've listened from the beginning you know that but um i knew that avery was going to be out of town today and i was like what better time to record a podcast and i knew that i wanted to record something and so once i dropped off at the airport i spent the drive home just like brainstorming and something i came up with was you guys obviously already know from the title But I want to talk about things that I wish I could tell my younger self and this whole like just topic of younger self has been on my mind a lot because uh, probably about like nearing six months ago I started therapy back up for the first time in a couple years and Naturally, of course, like you look a lot at your childhood and how certain things you've experienced in the past sort of shaped you and brought you to where you are as an adult. And so just the whole topic of childhood and my younger self has just been at like the forefront of my brain for a really long time. And so I thought that talking about things I wish I could tell my younger self would be super duper fun and also could help a lot of you because well a couple reasons either you're close to my age and you maybe could benefit from reflecting on what you wish you could tell your younger self or you are still a little bit younger and maybe this would be like a little bit of a reality check for you or just sort of give you like some things to consider as you continue to grow up so I definitely don't want this to be like a crazy long episode because I don't want to like bore you with so many bajillion stories, but I do just, I have a list of 10 things and I feel like this will be a really cute, fun, short and sweet episode. So before we go ahead and get started, let me just plug my social media. You guys can follow me at SofMosca Mosca on everything except Snapchat is S-O-P-H-E R, which I do plan on changing soon cuz now you can change your um what's it called your username. Okay. But anywho, um should we just jump in? I don't know. I'm like I feel like we're just on FaceTime right now. Like I don't feel like boring you guys with a huge intro. I say we just get started. So, number 1, the thing that I could wish that I wish I could tell my younger self is you're more than a tiny speck. And I want to explain this to you because at first it's like, what? So I always had this like overwhelming, I don't know if I would call it a feeling or like a sensation or what, but this was back like before I moved to Florida, before I started social media, all that. Like mostly right around the beginning of college, I would just feel like I was so small and insignificant. Like all of it, I'd just be driving or like walking, whatever. And all of a sudden, I'd get this like, whoosh, like overwhelming wave of just like feeling insignificant and feeling like I don't know. It's almost like randomly, I I'm able to conceptualize how many people are in this world and how well what i thought was how like nothing i am how i'm like just a little speck and i'm insignificant and i don't matter in the grand scheme of things and i mean when you think about it it's kind of true right like we are all just sort of little specks in the grand scheme of things like there are so many people and with that there's so many people who are more successful who we find prettier than us or that we think are funnier than us or whatever. There are people that are going to be better than us, no matter what. And even if you are like top 1% of income, you're super famous, all that, you probably have people who are kinder than you, or you probably have people who are happier than you. You know, there's always going to be people that have something better than you. And so, yeah, like I I am just a tiny speck in the grand scheme of things, but that I, I had to sort of reframe my viewpoint on that as I grew up because back when I was a little bit younger, I viewed that as like, I'm nothing. Like that made me sad. It made me feel empty. It made me feel scared. Made me feel insignificant, but it's honestly the contrary. Like being a tiny speck just shows you how much you need to just appreciate the, like the life that you have, the small group of friends you have, the family you have, maybe it's the apartment you have, the clothing you have, the dog you have, the time in, in history and space that you have, you are just a tiny little speck and that's a good thing. Like this is your tiny little speck and you can become the main character in your tiny little speck or the most important person in your tiny little speck, but it's up to your mindset. And so as I grew up, that's sort of what the shift was. Like I definitely still get that feeling of feeling like, dang, like if you really think about it, like I'm not really important like in the grand scheme of things, but you are because there's no way to be the best in every which way You're, you need to be you, the best you in your tiny little spec. Like you are the best spec in your spec. You know what I mean? But yeah, so that is the first thing. I don't know if that like even made sense, but that's definitely something that I wish that I could tell my younger self. Um, so moving on, number two is being different is so much more fun, and yes, I'm talking about obviously being gay as something that's quote unquote different. Um, I don't even know if I want to consider it different because i i just I just think that that's like sort of an outdated or almost, like, borderline homophobic way of looking at sexuality. Like, you're not different because you're gay. Like, it's just, you're gay. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Anyways, that's not what I want to talk about. Um, Like, being different is so much more fun. If you've ever had... All right, let me just explain my experience. So, I've had times in my life where I was friends with people who were um, viewed as, like, really cool and sort of popular. And then I've had times where I was friends with people who were sort of, like not outcast, but just like not as popular, not as like cool and like, I don't know. You know what I mean? And comparing the times of my life when I was friends with people who I thought were super cool versus people who I thought were like a little bit different, I was so much more happy when I was spending time and dedicating time and energy into the people who were not like the quote-unquote cool popular people. And I know that's like a very elementary, high school type of thing, type of viewpoint. And as you get older, like there's not really such thing as like cool people necessarily. So, but I mean, I am talking about my younger self. So I would just say like, just be friends with people who are genuine. And maybe the people who are genuine are the really cool popular people that like everyone wants to be (laughs) or like that, like rule, your little high school or whatever. Like maybe those are the best people, but that was not the situation for me. I felt like I had friends who, were not like in the spotlight. And they were such genuine people and not, I don't know, not energy draining. And I just had so much more fun because I could be myself more around people who weren't only ever thinking about being the best of the best. And I have a lifelong friend because of it. Like my best friend, Lauren, we, she like, there was a popular group in high school, right? And then she was sort of like on the outskirts and, I mean, she's weird like me, you know, like, and we just got along really well. and We had so much fun and we just didn't care about what people thought of us. We just like lived in our own world and had so much fun on our own. And like, once I realized that and just gave all my time and energy to her, like we have been friends since, you know, like that's my lifelong best friend and all because I chose being a little bit different and having fun versus being super cool and popular. I think that That's a value you learn again as you get older. But when you're younger, you're in high school and you're in elementary school, you just want to be cool. I feel like that's what I wanted to be. I just wanted to be cool. And you realize as you get older, what is cool is being happy. And what also is cool is being surrounded by people who support you. And so, yeah, that's that. Um, Okay. So number three is kind of goes along with that. Um, A few great friends is better than having a million okay friends. And I've talked about this before. I think when I was doing the 21 things I learned in 2021, but it's so true. Like nothing is more rewarding and valuable than having one amazing friend that you can tell everything to, that won't judge you, that you can be yourself around. Like that is what you need in your life. You don't need a million people who are like, eh, not really adding anything to your life of course it's like totally okay to have friends that you aren't super close with or acquaintances that you aren't super close with but that are fun to be around of course like i have plenty of those but don't waste your energy on people who aren't giving you theirs as well again me and my best friend lauren we've been friends for so long because we give each each other equal energy and we always have and sometimes you know it's not like 50 50 sometimes i'm texting here constantly like oh, this happened. I'm feeling this. And she's like comforting me, but sometimes it's the other way around. And sometimes we're both going at each other with both things and that's how it should be. And that's going to be really hard to find in a lot of people. So find that one person, that couple of friends that you can just tell everything to, and you can be your total self around and you will be so set in life and so happy. Yeah. Okay. So Moving on, number four is you are not crazy for feeling like there was more out there. And I feel like a lot of you need to hear that. Um so as a lot of you know, I grew up in a small town in New Hampshire and I grew up in mm, a lower socioeconomic class. Um I would say in comparison to a lot of my town, but also in comparison to like the grand scheme of things. And I felt very stuck in those conditions and sort of always felt like I needed to see more of the world. Like I always felt like I was missing out on life and that there was more out there. And a lot of the time I felt really crazy because how the heck was I supposed to, for example, move down the coast to Florida and support myself when I had $100 in my bank account, tops, um, and like, that's it. Like, how exactly was I supposed to do that? My, my dreams were so big for the cards that I was dealt, and I oftentimes felt really discouraged and crazy. And I got super lucky and I recognized that I, I pulled the right card from the hat and I, I fully recognize that I got lucky and I'm not going to sit here like saying everyone can do it because I know that other people's circumstances just simply wouldn't allow it, you know? So I'm speaking from a place of realizing that I got lucky and also realizing that I do have the privilege to be speaking on this. So just trust me. I'm not like saying that everyone in the entire world can go and do what I did because I know that other people have outstanding outstanding circumstances that would make it impossible. But I'm just speaking from my experience. Like I, I shouldn't have been able to do what I did, move to Florida, find a place to live, grow my social media. But somehow it happened and I don't know what I did. But the only thing I can think of is that I started to just be like, just do it, girl, like make it happen. And I just sort of threw myself into it and it ended up working out for me. And so I guess what I would like my younger self just needs to know, like you're not crazy for wanting to just throw yourself out there. Because of course, when you do something like that, like obviously you can fail and then it's like you really, you're screwed. But there's also a chance that you don't fail. And that's what happened with me. I ended up, finding great success career-wise. I ended up finding a place in Florida that I absolutely love. I've been able to support myself financially. I met an amazing woman who I live with and who is most likely, I don't know why she wouldn't be my wife one day. Like, I lived out the dreams that I always thought were crazy. And so I just wish I could tell my 18-year-old self, like, you are not crazy and you need to go for it. And so, I think that a lot of you guys just need to tell yourself, like, just go for it. Literally, just go for it. Okay. Number five, stop taking everything so seriously. So, this is something that I'm definitely still trying to uh, tell my current self. But when I was younger, especially, like, everything was the end of the world a test grade, end of the world, Uh, a friendship breakup, the end of the world, a real breakup. The end of the world. Um, Like I got in trouble with my parents. The end of the world. Everything was so like strict within my mind. Like I was just so hard on myself and everything was just so serious. Like I could not be five minutes late to class. Absolutely not. I had to be five minutes early or I was late. Like I was so strict with myself and don't get me wrong. I'm still super type A. I still am like a... A sucker for a to-do list and I still hold myself to really high standards and I still do get a little bit discouraged when I get like a uh, not an a on something in school but like it's not as bad like I genuinely used to think the world was ending if something went wrong and I just wish I could tell myself to not take everything so seriously like just just enjoy life like literally just enjoy it If things on your to-do list don't get done, like whatever, did you have fun today? No, probably not because you were thinking about not finishing your to-do list. How about instead, like either way, you're not going to finish your to-do list. You might as well have fun and be happy instead of stressing about not finishing it. You know what I mean? So I just wish that I could just be like literally chill, chill out and stop taking everything so seriously. And actually number six goes along with that. Um, It's slow down, slow down slow down. You're doing fine. Did that come to anyone else's head? Um, yeah, slow down. I spent my whole childhood wanting the next big thing. And I think a lot of that comes from being the youngest child. So hold on. I'm gonna take a sip of coffee. My mouth's getting real dry. Okay, moving on. So if you guys don't know, I am the youngest sibling out of three but there's a pretty big gap between all of us so my brother is 10 years older than me and my sister is five years older than me and so I always was wanting to be like or when I'm talking like let's start with really young so say I'm like five right I was so jealous of my sister who was 10 and my brother who was 15 like I wanted to be where they were at in life like my sister would get her ears pierced, but I wasn't allowed to yet. And I wanted to do that. And then as I grew up, it got even more like my sister was allowed to go sleep over her friend's house, but like I wasn't in that stage of life yet. And just everything like that. Um, I always was just like looking up to them and wishing that I could like be where they're at. And even just like before I had my license, like I was always like, waiting and waiting and waiting for the day that I get my license and then I was waiting and waiting and waiting for the day that I graduate and move to college and all that stuff and I would say one of my it's not even a regret in life but something that I really just wish I could have grasped earlier was like slow down enjoy your youth and enjoy the no responsibilities and the carelessness like enjoy the simplicity of being younger and I know that it's, like, impossible to to understand that until you get older. Like, I feel like everyone is just so excited to even, like, to be where I'm at right now. Like, when I was 18, all they wanted was to be, like, 23, financially stable, good job, in a long-term relationship. Like, I wanted to be here. And now that I'm here, I'm like, can I just be, like, 18 again? Like, I just want, like, another year without responsibilities or without taxes or you know what it is? It's ignorance. Like I miss the ignorance of being a child or being a teenager. You literally, you think you know everything. You don't know shit. (laughs) Like you really don't. Even like two years ago when I was like 20, I thought I knew everything. I knew some, like I started to grasp adulthood and like what it's like to like really live in the real world. Uh Uh-uh, not quite. Like not till you pay your taxes, not till you pay insurance, not till you do this and that. Like oh my God, it's not like life sucks. Like I'm not trying to say real life sucks because I mean, it's a lot and it's stressful, but it's amazing. Like I love life, but I wish I could go back to before I had to know about this. Like I I miss when I didn't even know that life was how it is. And I think I just wish I could have lived in the moment a lot more. And I think a lot of you need to do that as well. (laughs) So number seven is... Feel the emotions you feel when you feel them. So I think I did this when I was like younger, but I think as I've gotten older more and more, I sort of just always feel guilty for feeling. Like I just tend to suppress what I'm feeling because I'm a highly sensitive person, highly sensitive. And I'm also a very emotionally intelligent person in terms of I can I can explain my emotions in a very complex way within myself, but also to other people. And I also feel emotions very intensely. And I sort of for a long time saw that as a negative thing because not a lot of people are as in tune with their emotions and other emotions as i am so like i'm extremely affected by my own emotions but i'm also extremely affected by others emotions and that's growing up just as i've gotten older been something that has been difficult for me because i would just i just started sort of started like in high school just pushing all my feelings away because i never knew when it was like appropriate I'm using quotation marks, but when it was appropriate to feel what I was feeling because I sort of felt like I always had an intense emotion. And I felt like other people weren't as bothered by super by certain things or weren't as like affected by certain things that I would be like really affected over. And so I would just sort of ignore my emotions and try to push them down, but eventually it would explode. And I would have a mental breakdown and just feel like I couldn't go on from that point. And so something I've had to learn and accept and something I wish I could tell my younger self was like, that is just who I am. I am I am a highly sensitive person and whether I try to suppress it or not, there's nothing I can do about it. Like I am sensitive. I am extremely, I feel my emotions in a very extreme way and I, that's just me. I'm lucky because I don't really feel anger much. I feel very intense happiness and I feel sadness and jealousy and like nostalgia. I feel like those are emotions that I feel a lot. I don't really feel anger, which I'm really lucky about. Um, but just overall, my emotions are intense. And for a while, I tried to just ignore that fact about myself, but that is just who I am. And in order to be the best version of myself, I have to let myself feel the emotions I feel when I feel them or else I'll, they'll build up and the buildup will just make me more and more sad. And then one day I'll just explode and I won't be able to like have that day because I just can't go on. I like, I feel like I'm so overwhelmed and you know, so I just wish that I learned that sooner, but that's definitely something that I would tell my younger self. Okay. Number eight is spend more time with family. Um, this is sort of like a harsh reality of mine and I think that this probably is a real regret in my life. I would say, um, I my family isn't like a super tight knit family, and I think because I was the youngest, I like I don't want to blame others obviously, but I do think that I sort of got the short end of the stick there because I tried to be you know close with my siblings, but they were older and in a different stage of life and moved on and my parents were you know uh, I mean not like they were done being parents because they were absolutely like parenting me but I don't know I just felt like I didn't get as close to them as I wanted to and I don't know if it's because by the time they had me I was like a little bit younger or what but I just have never been super close with my family and I've always felt like I had a guard up with all of them And that's, like, never what I wanted. I always wished that, like, I could have had a super tight-knit family, been best friends with my parents and my sister. And, like, especially, I, well, my whole life I only had my Nana. Um, But, like, I I just wish that I knew that it was sort of up to me to establish those relationships. And it's tough because again, when you're the younger one, like you expect that the older ones and the parents and the grandparents will do it for you. But in the case when they don't, like it's kind of up to you. And I realized that as I got older, but it was sort of too late. So I just wish I knew when I was younger that like I was the one that had to put that extra effort in. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to, I'm not like, bad talking my family at all because this is like it was my desire to want to be close to all of them it doesn't mean that it had to be theirs or maybe it was and they they kind of felt the same way that because they were older or whatever that they couldn't like get close to me i'm not blaming anybody but like besides myself i wish that i had dedicated more time to being close with my family and being nicer to my family and especially my Nana, just like spending more time knowing her because I never really knew her. And now obviously, uh, actually I don't think I really talked about it, but she did pass away this past year. I'm tearing up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I just wish that I had put in the effort. So that's definitely something that I would tell my younger self and any of you, if you're like still pretty young and it's like in the cards for you, I would definitely try to be the person that's like trying to keep your family close. But at some point, you know, you can't, you can't hold all the weight. You can't pull all the weight. And I know it's, it can be really draining. So I get it, but that's just something that I wish I could do when I was younger. Anyways, no more, no more tears. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Number nine is pretty self-explanatory. It's don't change yourself for the opinions of others. Um, yeah, I mean, plain and simple, just don't do it. The only way you're going to be happy in life is if you are you, like if you are the most you, you can be, that is how you're going to be the happiest. So don't let others like judgment of you or others' opinions of you change who you are at your core. And Lastly, number 10 is quite ironic, but it is influencers literally have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> and I wish I could tell my younger self that. This one's just kind of lighthearted and funny because, like, I used to trust influencers with my whole heart. And anything they would say or recommend, I'm like, oh, well, that's the answer. That must be right. That must be the golden ticket, like, whatever. And now that I do. That I guess I'm, like, I'm an influencer, which I don't really like to say. I prefer, like, I don't know. I guess whatever. Influencer. Like, we don't know anything. And half the time, we're being told what to say. So, like, don't trust your whole heart. Like, don't. Just don't. Like, don't trust influencers with everything they say. Like, of course, a lot of times we're giving our honest reviews on things or whatever, but sometimes we're not. And you never know when we are and when we're not. So, like, don't try to compare your life to an influencer or like assume that everything they're doing is like the the answer to life because you never know like if they're being paid to say what they have to say or whatever it may be and I wish I could tell my younger self that because there were so many times when influencers would like recommend something or whatever and then I would like change my whole life <laughs> to like try to be like them and that doesn't work because realistically they weren't even doing that in the first place they were just being paid to say it you know what i mean um but everything i said in this podcast is from the heart and i'm not getting paid to say it so (laughs) just so you know but anyways i think that is pretty much it for today's episode it was pretty short and sweet right i don't even know how long it was um but thank you guys so much for listening i really really hope you enjoyed I love you all so much and I love this little passion project that I do every once in a while. So hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, make sure that you guys follow me on all of my other social media. It's at Soph Besides Snapchat is S-O-P-H-E-R-R-R. And with all that being said, I guess I'll talk to you guys soon, hopefully in the next episode. Bye.